Hey, this is Kyle from The Sword, and you're listening to Ann Podcast for All. Welcome to the podcast for all. I'm Shane Overshaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, how far are you from me right now? Oh, I'd say seven or eight feet. This is weird. It's very weird. I'm used to being like, you know, two, three thousand miles. Well, maybe not that far, but like far away. I am in Minneapolis. I landed three hours ago. I'm in Jeff's basement with a uh, heavy parka coat on. I have four pair of long john pants on dude it's i already have florida blood i can't do this anymore yeah you're definitely not a minnesota native anymore and it's not even cold here yet it's not it's like 30 degrees outside it's like 25 in the airplane when i landed i just <laughs> I, I don't know how you do it i don't do it i've as i've said before i've lived here 27 years and every time winter comes around i'm just not digging it um i finally got this year a new home beautiful pad love it thank you you got your own studio down here with a bon jovi gold record on the wall yeah it's uh you know have a nice day it's it's awesome for those of you that don't know i am a bon jovi fan so bring in the hate mail (laughs) was have a nice day the one that had the smiley face yes yeah the red smiley face i remember when that album came out that smiley face was everywhere have a nice day. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You have a little Hetfield growl to it, but you know that that works. I'm gonna call that James Bon Jovi. James Jovi, my dude. Dude, we're here in your studio, and I look up on the wall. Your kids have four thousand board games, but the <laughs> coolest thing that you have is Fridleyopoly and Hilton Headopoly. Yeah, dude, we really like the Monopoly games. Hilton Headopoly is definitely better than Fridleyopoly. Fridleyopoly is a little ghetto. A little ghetto. So it's basically Monopoly based off the town you live in? Yeah, so at all of the Walmarts like everywhere around in each city, if it's like a decently big city, there's different Opolies. So like even in Blaine, there's a Blaine Opoly, but that one's boring as fuck, so no one cares about that one. <laughs> I know right now people are Googling Blaine, Minnesota. <laughs> Um, Fridley, Minnesota, Spring Lake Park, Minnesota. Yeah, and they're looking up Hilton Head, finding out, oh, what state is that actually in? And they're like, uh, Hilton Head is a little nicer than Fridley and Blaine. Yeah, dude, that's where I want to live, you know, live on the island. I want to be an islander, man. Just come a little further south and live the good life. I mean, I, I have nothing against Florida, but that island life is pretty nice, not going to lie. I still can't believe I'm in your basement. We're talking about all this Monopoly. Um, I saw on Instagram today, Lars rocking the new Metallica Monopoly. Yeah, world tour. It looks awesome. I'm definitely going to have to pick that up, especially since we've been so into Monopoly lately. It only seems fitting to get the new Metallica Monopoly. Kids are into it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they definitely know who Metallica is, so they'll get a kick out of it. So when you land on Boardwalk and they're bankrupt, they just lose their shit? Uh, no, I think they're the ones bankrupting me, honestly. I saw in the game, um, 
what's the question mark cards on the game? Chance? Yeah, I think so, yep. On the New World Tour, they're called the shortest straw cards. <laughs> Very fitting. Did you see the game pieces? Yeah, some of them are, uh, they're all like from the album. That, you know, you got the, what is it, the toilet from Kill em All era, and then uh, the chair from Ride the Lightning. Doris, Death Magnetic Coffin. Oh, they did have those ones as well. Scary Guy, Master of Puppets Cross. Okay, yep, yep. I just don't know what it is. I think if I sat down, I'd always have to be the toilet. Yeah, I would probably have to go with... Mm, I, scary Guy would be good. I am not the table. I am the toilet. I am the toilet, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sitting at a table right now, though, so... I'm sitting at a table seven feet from you. It's It's... I've said this three times in four minutes. It's surreal. Yeah, because this does not happen. For all of you listening, you know that we are on the opposite ends of the country all the time. Yeah, I don't do Minnesota anymore, and here I am in Minnesota. What was that quote from Christmas Vacation? By the way, we're a week away from Christmas. Yeah, I know. That's that's weird. We're ready for 2020 to be over. We're a week away from Christmas. What's that quote from Cousin Eddie where he says, can you believe it? And Clark says, I'd be more surprised if I head up with if I woke up with my head stapled to the carpet. Yeah, yeah. He, he says, uh, I think he says, I wouldn't be more surprised. Or yeah, it's something like that. But yeah, he's talking about having his head sewn to the carpet. <laughs> if I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet. You know what? Cue in the Chevy Chase quotes. And for everyone who doesn't like our 80s Chevy Chase quotes, you can suck it. He's surprised. <laughs> Surprised, Eddie? If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> it's Christmas vacation. How can you not like Chevy? Yeah. Year? Well, especially, yeah, at Christmas time. As we speak, it's Thursday, December 17th. You'll be getting this six days from now. So pretty much Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hey, just think, if you're at home right now, it would be Friday. Just saying. That's true. We're in the uh, central time zone now. The good time zone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss his ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the package over there with the others, grease ball. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, uh, love that movie. Oh, that's well, my that's my name. No shit. No shit. <laughs> can't see the line, can you, Ross? <laughs> nope, can't see it. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. 2020 is coming to an end. And your good friends, Shane and Jeff at Podcast for All, uh, we've had a hell of a year kicking this off. We have, but we're not going to lie. We're ready for 2020 to be over and for 2021 to bring some much better shit. I think uh, everyone can agree with that uh, statement. If if you want to stay in 2020, you should see your closest uh, psychiatrist. Yeah, you definitely need medication stat. Whew. Uh, new guest tonight, season two, episode 18. We're going to the Windy City. Whew, man, we are counting down on these episodes. We're we're getting up there. It looks like season two is going to be drawing to an end here pretty soon, too. This is the one. Season two, episode 18. Episodes are, seasons are based around seasons of the calendar. We end in the cold, windy city of Chi-Town. 
man, I was just there not too long ago. We drove through there on the way to Hilton Head on the way back, and fuck, it is really windy. Every time you and I go on tour and we're in the back of a tour bus, I know we're somewhere around Chicago because everything slows down. Yeah. And I'm referring to if you stay on 94 right through downtown, even if it's midnight, you're going to slow up. And then if you think you're going to outsmart Chicago and take the 294 loop, that'll come to a standstill too, just south of O'Hare. Yeah, well, you know what? It's not a big deal when you're in the back of the bus playing double dribble all night. Well, yeah, Nintendo, ice hockey, bad news baseball, Contra. Yeah, you and Bill just sat there and chilled your way through Chicago. (laughs) I'm going to put you on the spot right now for bonus points. Give me the code to get 30 guys in Contra. Oh, I don't know that off the top of my head. What? I don't. I should, but I don't. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. (laughs) Okay, I want a fact check on that. So anybody who happens to know, please write in and let us know if that was correct. I'm going to get a shirt made just with those arrows. (laughs) Down, down. L, R, L, R, BA, select, start. Hey, that's like the shirt I just ordered. It's the firing order of an LS engine, a Chevy engine. That's legit. And it's the firing order of all the cylinders. You should send that to our guest, Tiff, that has the Chevy Bel Air named Phantom Lord. Phantom Lord, hell yeah. Imagine shipping a car from Hawaii to Virginia. Yeah, I'm good. That would be expensive as hell. Uh, Check out this cool chapter name, Shytalica. Ooh, I like that. 125 members in the Windy City in the Shytalica Club. That's a decent amount. I don't know exactly where he's at, but we're just going to say Chicago. That's close enough. I say we bring him in. We'll just find out if he's closer to Comiskey Park or Wrigley Field. It's not called Comiskey anymore. It's like U.S. Cellular or some shit. Cellulite. It's probably changed since then. All right, you ready to rock? Yeah, let's do it. Shy Talica, Season 2, Episode 18, and Podcast for All Welcomes, Mr. Dino Douches. What's up, Dino? Hey, hey, what's up, guys? How's it going, man? Good. A uh, little bit under you here in Chicago. Still a little cold. Uh, yeah, it's, it gets chilly there, too. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Wind chill, right, Dino? Yeah, that's what it's all about here, right? It's all about that wind shield. Oh, wait. Our, our, our snow freezes before it hits the ground. It turns oh. into ice pellets and, you know. Oh, yeah. Skate. What part of Chicago, Dino? Wrigley or uh, the south side? Well, I'm right in the middle of Chicago. So Comiskey's a lot closer because it's closer to the middle of the city. But, uh, you know, we're like, we're right down the right down the middle, right down the plate. Right on. Yeah. Where traffic comes to a halt. Yes. Well, that's everywhere. But it's guaranteed rate field now. So, plug for mortgage company. <laughs> you, you ever work your way on over to the Shameless House where they film all that stuff? Uh, I've seen it. I know where it's at. Um, I mean, it's it's obviously not the same neighborhood that they show, you know, where it's oh, at. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, but I do love that show. I think yeah, it's I great. do too. Yeah. I'm a little sad that we're on the last season. I. Me and my lady, we've been watching it, and of course, you know it's it's hard not to to get some feels about it because it's like you watch a show for so long, you get to know the characters, and it's like, oh man, I hate to see it come to an end. Yeah, you really watch them grow up too, which is weird. Yeah, because like literally, they started off as kids, and now pretty much all of them are adults. It's it's weird. Last time we were in Chicago, we played a place 
called Joe's Live, which is in Rosemount. Yep. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. I was actually supposed to come to your show, but uh, I don't remember what happened, but I was pretty disappointed that we were not able to make it. You know, on that trip, me and Jeff Small actually stopped at the Shameless House. I was just going to say that. I thought we tied that in with the Christmas Vacation House or Christmas Story House in Cleveland, but that was a different tour. Yeah, that was a whole different run. But yeah, when we did that Rosemont show, I'm pretty sure when you guys flew in, we drove in and we stopped at the house. The cool part, what you just admitted is you drove, I flew. I drove because I wanted to go to the Shameless house. And I flew because I just wanted to get out of the window. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Hey, I'm not against flying. I like it. But man, when you get a chance to check out some stuff from Hollywood, even though it's in Chicago, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Joe's Live is literally right across the street from O'Hare. So it was very handy. Very convenient. (laughs) that's where they have that indoor skydiving place. Remember that? Well, and I'm pretty sure we had just eaten so like the idea of eating and then doing this like indoor skydiving and then going playing a 90 minute show of just, you know, pretty much straight head banging. And it doesn't sound like the greatest of nights. <laughs> Dino born and raised in the windy city. Yes, sir. Yeah. Cubs or white Sox? Uh, I don't like baseball. Okay. Oh man. I'm a Hawks fan. I'm a season ticket holder for the Blackhawks. Ooh. So I've been a hockey fan my whole life. Um, oh, my, to- my father-in-law would be so disappointed to hear that. I mean, I get that that's where you're from, but the Blackhawks, oh, he would, he'd be so upset. Well, you know, the Minnesota was so terrible that they needed to get rid of their <laughs> team for a long time. They took them down to Dallas. You hear that, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff, that's your Clark Griswold jersey. I do I do have a Clark Griswold Blackhawks jersey, and it's like a legit hockey jersey. It's dope as hell. If you go to the games uh, at the United Center, they have – I mean, that's probably like the number one jersey. <laughs> I mean, the, it, it, only, it only seems fitting. Right, right. <laughs> so if I were to name famous Blackhawks, the names that come to me are Ed Belfour and Jeremy yeah. Roenick. Yeah. Yep. Two guys I got pictures with that I'm that I've met a couple times. Awesome dudes. And you're telling me there's more Grinswald jerseys in the seats than there are Jeremy <laughs> Ronick. Yeah, because you know you don't probably don't even see a Ronick jersey in the in the stands anymore. You just see Kane and Taze and Griswold and maybe Carl. Griswold. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's Griswold? When did he play? <laughs> Dino said that like the announcer was announcing the starting lineup like it was just normal. <laughs> it, it's embedded in my brain. They've been around for so long, you know. See, and then we had people that were writing in giving us shit about the Clark Griswold Chevy Chase 80s quotes. They said the 80s is over, get over it, or some shit like that. And look at, obviously, the people in Chicago love Chevy still, so you know what? Oh, son. But you got these kids that are like five, six, eight. You know, they're, they're wearing Griswold jerseys, and they don't even know what the hell they're, you know. They don't, <laughs> their dad bought it for them. And they're like, yeah. Look at my kid, you know. <laughs> Hey, you know, I'd put my kid in a Griswold jersey. Yeah, just saying. Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to spend three hundred bucks to put Griswold on their back? <laughs> Sparky, what are you looking at? A warm winter's morning, an asshole in his bathrobe, emptying his chemical sewer. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shitter was full. That's when he's wearing that jersey. Yep. Yeah. Right. Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Oh, my God. 15 minutes, and we haven't even said the word Metallica. Dino, I love this. Well, you know what? <laughs> when I talked to Jay today, he's like, 
He's like, uh, I'm glad you're doing this because, you know, you have the gift of gab. And if you want, if anybody needs to talk, they could talk to you all night. I said, yeah, that's what my wife said. I'm going to the bedroom and I'm closing the door because that's all I want to hear is you talk about you all night. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's just jealous. Yeah, whatever. She's, she can stay up there. Uh, Mr. Jay Veldman uh, runs the chapter. Is he the president? Yes. Chapter head, president. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm familiar with the name. I see all the postings and yeah. Jay, myself, um, Christy Talica, who, who uh, yep. you remember Christy, she was um, the president for quite some time. Um, she's also uh, the lead singer in Damage Justice, another yep. tribute band. And um, awesome. yeah, she was, she's super cool. And uh, so we just, all three of us actually came together like, I don't know, maybe like a year and a half to probably the beginning of 2019. Yeah, I guess so. End of 2018. And we all just started brainstorming, trying to, you know, get more members. Um, the club. We love it. Between your name and your uh, chapter flag, you see it a lot. You're very visible and probably, what, a thousand followers? A uh, thousand followers, yeah. Uh, Instagram's a little better. Um, Facebook's getting better. We're trying to get people involved. It's hard to get people sometimes. Instagram. So, Instagram's just easier, I, I feel. Yeah, like. I think it's easier for everybody. How come we didn't think of that? Hey, post a picture with a hashtag and a caption and put it up as a free app and you'll make a billion dollars. Right. Well, didn't Facebook buy Instagram for something for like $200 million? Stupid. Yeah. I mean, I would have sold for $200 million. That's fine. Buy a website or an app for $200 million. If you would have told me that 10 years ago, I would have said you're the biggest moron on the planet yeah and how much do you think instagram is worth now i'm pretty sure instagram is more popular and more booming than facebook is yeah, i think, I, think it's one. No. I was gonna say i would argue to say that it is bigger than all of them you know facebook twitter tiktok snapchat i i i, I would guess that instagram is probably the most popular i read somewhere that uh, zuckerberg was going after snapchat giving them big money and they refused to sell they didn't want to sell. I heard it got close to a billion dollars to, to oh. buy Snapchat. Well, I mean, a billion. That's not, I'm not making it up. <laughs> Insanity. They must be making a lot more than that. That's crazy. Jeff, we're going to sell our Metallica podcast to some Slayer fans for $75 million. How do you not buy it? I'll take 75 grand, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to buy our podcast? Sure. It's not in podcast for all anymore. It's going to be euthanasia for all or, you know, uh, seasons in the podcast. I like it. I think we're onto something. There we go. The big four podcasts. Oh, my God. Oh, we forgot something for anthrax. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dino, when you look back on your uh, Metallica life story and the memory remains, what's your top memory of being a Metallica fan? either then or now it had to be snm too oh nice uh, you know i i uh i've gone to i don't know i was trying to look it up um trying to count how many shows i went to i don't think it's, it's only about like nine or ten shows um but plenty the uh what was that that's plenty yeah right <laughs> supposed to be six more but you know they canceled all the three of our summer shows that we were going to unfortunately i was really hoping to try to double my numbers um, but, uh, SNM two was real special for all of us. So we ended up catching, uh, the break on Met club and getting, uh, a ticket, um, the concert, what is it? The, um, 
Oh, my brain just completely fried. I apologize. Contest. The contest to win the tickets to get night two for the fifth club members. And um, I got two tickets. And then I surprised my wife the next day. And she's like, oh, that's funny because I also got two tickets. Oh, wow. So we had four tickets and two of them we couldn't sell because you had to, you know, they were being real strict about getting. Um, that's getting right. It was only a QR code. And you won't, if I remember right, you only got the tickets like 24 hours in advance on your phone. Right. So I had to find people in San Francisco that night that were like, I'm like, hey, do you want to go to the show? And they paid face value for them. So that was cool. That's cool. You surprised your wife. She surprised you. Yeah. I'm never going to do that again. I'm just (laughs) (laughs) So next week when she says, how come there's nothing under the Christmas tree? You can say, hey, remember S&M too? It just didn't work. Right. Exactly. Buy the same thing. Did you go to uh, Ball Shield or just night two? uh, We went to night two because of my scheduling. I couldn't get out of work. Gotcha. Um, but uh, we flew in that Saturday morning. Um, flew in Saturday morning, landed, uh, went straight to um, the night in between that, uh, you know, that everybody, almost everybody tried to get into. Uh, at the chapel. At the chapel, right. Um, and that was oh, awesome. It was such a great night. Um, it was nice to see, you know, Ray. That was probably his last public appearance at least that I'm aware of. Um, And then all the other guys that came out to um, talk and uh, the little panel was nice. And then of course the, after the shows, after the show, you know, it was so fun. So, so much, so much good music. So many, you know, it was such a cool night. You know, I was thinking tonight coming up on the airplane, just kind of spacing off working on some of this behind the scenes work. Just think of Ray Burton's last show. S and M two and anesthesia gets played. It's like, can you not write that better for like a storybook? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I got a little goosebumpy right now. Just saying that, you know, just hearing that. Yeah. It's just, I know Joe Pasella. He's very close with the Burton family out in LA. I talked to him the last couple of days and just kind of catching up. Didn't even talk Ray, but I'm thinking about tonight. It's like, what are the odds of that? It was like written for Hollywood. Absolutely. And that, of course, you know, not to jump too far ahead, but he was talking about that last show. And then you're like, then the, the James news happens. And then you're like, is that the last show ever? Because yeah. Jeff, we don't know. Discuss that for a couple of moments. Oh yeah. It was definitely a rough, it was a rough, uh, you know, that was a rough um, couple of months after SM two for sure. Yeah. Ray dies. James goes away. All this stuff. hits the fan. I'm like, is this too much to come back from? And they're just going to, end on the high note of S&M and say, that's it. He, I think James was just upset that they didn't play the electric version of all within my hands. It was too, <laughs> it was too much for him to handle. I think you wanted to get uh, devil's dance on the, on the <laughs> and they, they, they now, now we're talking, Dino, I've been in a big devil's dance house of Jack built kind of thing lately. I thought Jeff was going to say something. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that Shane wants to play Devil's Dance on New Year's. Man, that would be awesome. I've always wanted to play that song. Speaking of that, uh, we're in Green Bay on New Year's at the Distillery. The Distillery in Green Bay, uh, two-hour set. Doors open at 8.30. We're going to go on at 10. Anything you think? I mean, Jeff, that's just around the corner. That's come up fast. Yeah, it's, what, two weeks away? Well, 13 days. Yeah, that's... uh, haven't well we played one show this year kind of i mean if you i mean it was a show but i mean it was like a 
I don't, I don't even know, but it's a social distance show from what we've been told. People are going to have to stand like away from each other or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how this is going to look. Maybe Dino can drive up from Chicago with a stand-up bass and play Pulling Teeth. <laughs> how awesome would that be? No pressure, dude. You got this. Yeah, right. I'm just going to start YouTubing how to do that, and then I have to find a stand-up <laughs> bass. <laughs> you got this. Days, beginner to expert, you got this. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, but SNM two was our show. I mean, that was our show. That was like a pinnacle show for for my, you know, going to concerts. Um, it was my wife's favorite show. I mean, um, after the show, I mean, first the show we you can go on. You could probably, I'm sure you've done it. I mean, Edwin Outwater was on your podcast. I mean, you could talk about SNM two probably for thirty episodes. Oh, easy. Um, but uh, I met a lot of good people that I stayed friends with uh, after that. Um, some real good dudes all over the state, or I mean, I'm sorry, all over the country uh, that we talk to every day now. And you know, uh, it's just the Met crew, basically. That's that's what we call each other. You know, that's what I took away from that weekend. I went to both shows. Obviously, you're never gonna forget those. But the party before night one, yeah. The the in between party at the chapel those are like more memorable than the shows were with the people and the jams and the hangs. And then, you know, you'd run into people at the entrance gate to San Quentin prison. I went over to the Metalla mansion and actually got inside and got to check out the rooms. Cause the homeowner's like, Oh, come on in. And there was like 10 other guys in there. Right. It's like, just that again, we mentioned this every show that met family connection is that weekend for me was by far in the top 10. Yeah, it was my first big experience as a um, in the Met family. Like, really, because I mean, we have our local chapter, obviously, but to see that global uh, unity that Metallica brings to to the fans, it's amazing. It really is. It's crazy to see like the flags from Russia and Sweden and Australia, like you know, being flown down the street. It's like, oh, I've seen those online, but I've never seen them in person, and we're all here. How cool is that? Absolutely. Yeah, you definitely you definitely don't see for the most part, you don't you don't see really any other band that has that kind of fan base. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of bands that have, you know, their cult following and crazy fans, but I mean they're it, it that's just it. They're just fans where Metallica's fans they, they take it to another level where it's like they're very inviting, they want to embrace all of what they're experienced with everyone else. You know what I mean? It's not just about like, Oh, Hey, I went to a concert. Cool. You know, like they want to be able to socialize with the other people around and like meet the people that go to all of these shows and, you know, yeah. become part of the Metallica family. It's just, it's very unique. And I, I don't think that we'll ever see anything like it again for any other band or artist. Hashtag MFF. Yeah, for sure. When's the first time you saw him live? Do you know? Um, it was 91 and I was 11. No, nine. Yeah, I was born. Well, I was born in 82. So yeah, I was nine. <laughs> um, I don't you were nine years old and you're in the snake pit. I don't know. Yeah, no. like, we were, up, <laughs> we were up in the, up in the, in the cheap, we were in uh, the Rosemont horizon. It's got a wooden ceiling. So we were up at the top in the rafters. That's the one that's right across the street from O'Hare. Right that yep, yeah, right down the street from uh, where you guys played at the little gotcha. that little uh, entertainment district. Um, they so wanted us to play there, but we didn't want to play somewhere with with wooden ceilings. So we were like, "Now nah, we're good." Yeah, that's. I mean, who, who do these people think they are, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thousand seat cap. No, we're more about like five hundred. 
Yeah, no, yeah, I'm about that intimate setting. I don't like too many people. It, it gets it gets sweaty and stinky. Yeah, right. Plus, now who would have who would have thought? Now this is how this is the only way we're going to be able to go to concerts is for oh, people venues. <laughs> for real, it's it's oh, scary. Don't say that. It's scary. I'd rather do that than not being able to go to a show at all, though. So we'll see. Very true. So you saw him in the uh, ninety-one in the round original Snake Pit. Yes, correct. Awesome. But I I don't put it down as like my real first concert because I don't remember as much. I don't know if it was just too much sensory overload, but I just don't. I can't put it together. Like I know I was there, but I just can't put it together. Like I, you know. Ah, uh, you were overwhelmed by the justice medley, and the the boobs, all the boobs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless boobs. God bless just, them. Just the word boobs is an awesome word. I was gonna it. use other words, but I felt like at nine it was boobs, and it was just like you guys see me, but other people don't listen. <laughs> I'm looking around, and I'm just like. Oh my god, what are these? They're so amazing. <laughs> what are these? <laughs> I like these. Yeah. I'm always going to go to Metallica when they come. These are, this is not, like, this, you, I, before that, I was watching, you know, pay per view between, like, the little squiggly lines trying to catch a nipple. <laughs> oh, did I see some? Okay, I think I saw a curve there. It might have been a dude, right. but I don't care. So. <laughs> Back in the 90s when you had one of those cable de scramblers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, my first real show that I remember was at in Rockford. It was Pecatonica. It was um, Metallica. It was '98. Um, Metallica, Days of the New, Jerry Cantrell. All the uh, reload in the shed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was the. I think something still still touring me, poor touring me, or was or retouring me. Retouring me. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, that was an awesome show. Before we step off that show, Sorry. do you remember? Do you remember what song they opened that show with? Do you know? From the uh, at ninety eight show, and I'm asking you this so I can just insert the knife into Jeff and turn. Yeah, I, I see the anticipation he has. I can't. I can't recall. <laughs> I can't recall the set list. I'm pretty sure that whole tour they opened with Bread Fan. Oh, was it Bread Fan? Which Bread Fan may be Jay Veldman's favorite song of all time, too. By the way, he loves Bread Fan. I don't dislike the song. I just don't think it's a great opener. <laughs> We've been over this. Just yeah. wait in two weeks when all, our band is back together. I will get my bass player in this discussion someday. We'll have him on the show, and him and I will discuss why it's not the best opener or a good opener to begin with. No, I just I'm, I was going through the podcast. Obviously, I've been listening. I started listening to the beginning a while back, and now. I was listening to the last couple episodes just so I can keep up with you guys to make sure we were on, you know, topical, I guess. Thanks um, for checking in. Of course, absolutely. I'm trying to catch up, but that was, you know, it's hard to, especially when you guys go like an hour and a half, two hours with some people. Um, we, we try to usually keep it at like an hour, but obviously sometimes it just, you know. It no, it's awesome, into, though. I mean, it's it, great. It turns into what it is. Yeah. You're talking about opening with Bread Fan and Clark Griswold and the Blackhawks. You can't. You can't cap that to 60 minutes, man. You got to cap it to like 62 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was stalled and I love it. I just, you know, it's, it's, um, I try to get it when I can. Uh, but uh, what do you, what were your guys' favorite? Uh, I know you guys asked the question, so maybe I'm stepping on toes, but what is your opener? What's your favorite opener? Oh, my favorite opener by far is Creeping Death. Oh, okay. 
That's I I feel like that is just the best song to open up with. It's got a perfect blend of you know, this just I don't know. As soon as the intro tape goes out and you hear Lars's China counted in, it's just like, all right, here we go. You know what I mean? It's a fast song. It's got a catchy chorus. It's got a you know awesome crowd chant. You know, in the middle that, of course, anytime Metallica plays it, every single person in the arena is shouting "Die with them." I don't know. I just feel like it's there's good interaction and it's not a song that is the most popular song, but it's definitely not. It's not a cover song. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. I think I feel like it just fits the bill as the best opening song. I have to agree with you. As much as we've joked for two seasons about how I like opening with Bread Fan, Creep is you can't beat that for power for kicking things off right out of the gate. No, I mean I just every time I hear that song, like I I think about even like modern day when they open it like every time i go to the through the never soundtrack the first thing i do before i listen to anything is i always play creep because to me that is probably the through the never version might be my favorite version of that i think that's the fastest they've ever played that song and it just has just the down picking the riffing i don't don't know it just it has great energy it's a it's a great biblical you know, homage, right? <laughs> I mean, it is. They're the, they're the biggest metal, uh, Bible thumping metal band on the face, face of the earth, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it just, the, when you speak about it like that, it, like it has that Iron Maiden vibe where it's like right. they're talking about like the history and like, and like you said, like the, the biblical sense of it. It's like there's definitely ties into that there, but I don't know. I just, that would be my song that I would pick. That's a, that's a great. I mean, I love creepy death. I really do. I got a tattooed on me with my with my. Uh, oh shit! Look at that, Jeff. With my uh, Reaper that I had. Um, we can see that on Squadcast.fm. That is cool. Do you know? Right on. Um, super cool. I uh, that's my jam for sure. I don't know if I want to hear it in the beginning because I'm not as drunk as I'd like to be. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, I've always been like I, I when we went and saw them. I think it was 2000 or 2004 they were touring with seven dust and kid rock and they opened up with die, 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 my darling. And that was like 2000. They kicked that. I felt like that kicked the door in. Like that was such a great. Wow. I, that's, I mean, that's, that's interesting that you say that. Cause I, I guess I would have never pictured that as like being a powerful opener. Not that it's not a powerful song, but like, it's a very interesting song to pick for one of the best opening. Here's what's interesting about this. That was the M2K tour, January of 2000. I've always wanted to talk to someone from Chicago about this because I have a beef with them. They played, they played two shows in Chicago, I think at that Rosemount Arena. And then they played three shows in Minneapolis like two nights later, three in a row. So what's the beef? <laughs> you know how many times I've seen the band? A lot. Yes. I have never heard Trapped Under Ice live. Oh, and they played it. I'm pretty sure at those two shows, they closed with Phantom, and the next night was Trapped. At the Chicago ones? If Dino was there, I think those were the ones. Uh, was it? I think one was Phantom, the other one was Dyer's Eve, I thought. No, it was Trapped. I'm getting my, okay, because I'm getting my, because in 04, then the, in the 04, because I'm looking at my 
my little cheat sheet on my my days. The 04 one, I saw Dyer's Eve live because I wasn't sure if it was 2000 or and they ended with it. But yeah, it must yeah, have I been know that. that the the Saint Anger era is when they first brought Dyer's Eve out for the very first time. I remember watching the Met on Tour videos, Los Angeles. Yep. Yeah, but that was a trap that was 18 in 2000, and I I'm, I'm going to think I was there the night for Phantom because I don't remember losing my mind. That was the Seven Dust Kid Rock M2K. And of course, at the time, I followed the website, and they opened with "Die, Darling." I think one of those shows they played two by four as well. Yeah, they might have played it that night. You know, I was on. Um, and then I saw him and I found him in trap, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna for sure see him trapped." Never happened in Minneapolis. <laughs> well, you know, I thought you were gonna get mad because Chicago killed Joe C. Do you remember Joe C? Oh yeah, the Kid Rock's little. Little dude, well, yeah, yeah, he uh, he died the next day, the next night in Milwaukee after the Chicago show, right before the Milwaukee show. Really? Yeah, like if not the night, the second night on the way up there to Minnesota, I guess. He's on the song "Devil Without a Cause." Three yeah. foot nine with a ten foot dick. <laughs> he was an angry elf. Yeah, he was an angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Josie. Yeah, I mean, he was a, he was a cool dude. He knows what he was about. Uh, he, was yeah, a, he, was, he was a little thug. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? From Detroit. Right. No, first, first night was Phantom Lord. Um, they they, they uh, came out for their final song was Phantom Lord. And then the second night um, was Trapped. That was the 5th of January. Don't remind me because I saw him on the 7th, 8th, and the 10th. No Trapped. No trapped. Trapped. But that that was the the cool thing was as it was the end of the tour. Hey, the cool thing, one of those nights they played Outlaw. Yep. That, yep, that's cool. I'd I'd ta- I'd take Outlaw. Trap night too for us. Outlaw outside of the symphony. And then the third night in a row in Minneapolis at the end of the tour, everyone in Seven Dust and Kid Rock came out in the last song, they all played together with Bells. Bells. That was cool. That's awesome. That's a pretty cool song when you have eight guitars going on. Can you imagine closing with bells? No. (laughs) Just long pause. No. (laughs) Rock was out there. John's out there. That's cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's badass for sure. That list just says bells plus S. Did you guys catch any of the Garage Barrage shows um, in 98? Nope, missed those damn. I got, we got, I got, to, I got into the Aragon Brawl Room here in Chicago, like five thousand people. Um, Keep in mind, they only played five shows for Garage Inc. 
I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that we uh, I was able to get there. I was in the like Carson Perry ticket, Carson Perry Scott Ticketmaster line, and I won the. They gave me the raffle ticket, and I ended That's up winning show. Yeah, oh, it was so cool, so cool. That that was my like favorite show, even though I was it was my third show. But um, S and M two blew it out of the water just because of the experience. But it's funny, Garage Inc had five shows, and we've had three guests who have seen those shows. Yeah, think about that. Some of the rarest shows. We've had not only that, but then we've had multiple guests for the Antarctica show, too. Like, oh, wow. the rarest yeah. of shows. Like, how do we get guests that have been to the rarest shows? It's cool as hell, but, man, I'm jealous. Two of our guests were at the South Pole. Dino sees Garage Inc. Uh, Ted Hallows from American Head Charge saw yep. Garage Inc. Matt Angeli, the big sports fanatic yep. 123 guy. Yep. He was at the Philly Garage Inc. That's right. Oh man, that's like I said. I'm I'm jealous. That's there's really no other words that can describe that feeling. <laughs> Kirk had uh, got his appendix taken out. I think the same day or the night before, yeah. and he was sitting in a chair the whole time playing. I forgot about that. Yeah, so he sat weird. Down the whole I mean, it was such an awesome night, but it was just so weird. You know, Battery was awesome. They opened up for him, uh, and they played all the Metallica covers. And then, yep. uh, that was an awesome show. That was that was cool. That was real cool. You can have your S&M. You can have your Garage Inc. But fucking Dino was heard trapped under ice, and I haven't. Right. Yeah. It took me 50 shows to hear Injustice for All. I had to go to Vancouver to hear it for the Through the Never video. You think I'd hear Trap by now. It hasn't happened. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Maybe, maybe you'll get lucky one day, and they'll do an acoustic version of it for you. Yeah, we'll see. I know you're jealous of this, but I have heard Bread Fan open up a set. Ooh, yeah, I'm super jealous, man. I can't, <laughs> I, you know, I really hope that next time I see them, they open up with Bread Fan. I, you know what? I hope they close with it too. <laughs> yeah. Has Metallica gotten there yet? Where they're gonna op- they're gonna play their same songs over and over again? If they're yeah, not- yeah. Can we hear? Uh, can we hear them play the same song twice in a night? The new song and the other new song. Yeah, right. and then Lords of Summer. Death is not the end. Well, since we're talking about dream songs and songs in general, Dino, how about your top five songs if you were stranded? Let's not say you're in a desert. Let's say you're in the middle of chilly Lake Michigan going down with the ship. <laughs> um, going know, down I, like the Edmund Fitzgerald, even though that was superior and not Michigan, but close enough. There's some shipwrecks out there. Before we go any further... My day job obviously involves the sky and metal tubes and jet engines. A little bit of wind. A little bit of wind. <laughs> a lot of sap. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Every time I think of Lake Michigan, my buddy flies for a company that flies 747 freighters. So, I mean, like, you know what a 747 is? Oh, yeah. A freighter cargo conversion. Like, yeah. like can deliver, like cars and wild animals and like big shit yeah this company has 747 and lost one of their engines and of all places it went into lake michigan what so when they so in airline aviation terms when you say lost an engine it's like an engine failure we had to like like shut down an engine as a precautionary move yeah so the pilots told air traffic control in Chicago, hey, we just lost an engine. And the controller's like, Roger, are you declaring an emergency? Where would you like to divert to? And he's like, 
No, we physically just lost the engine off the wing. Like it literally fell off the wing and fell into the water. Like a twenty thousand pound jet engine physically left the airplane, <laughs> fell, and what are the odds they're over Lake Michigan and not over Chicago? Yeah, if that would have fallen and what are the odds that that even happens? How does that even happen? Very, very, very rare. Fuck, dude. Every time I see an airplane fly over me now, I'm going to be worried that its engine is going to fall on me. You got to think. Dino knows this better. Milwaukee, Chicago. uh, How populated an area is around Lake Michigan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huge. And that engine drops into the middle of the lake. And they actually recovered it because the NTSB wanted to actually examine it. It was at the bottom and they found it. Not to take away from that, but I mean, wow. what are the odds of uh, Dave Matthews Band dumping their crap on Chicago on a boat going under the, yeah, their tour bus was going down uh, one of the bridges that opened up in Chicago to go down the river. So they okay. were going over the Chicago River. Under the Chicago River was an architectural boat tour. Um, that happened to be under Dave Matthews band and they opened up the shit shoot on the bus to empty out, <laughs> <laughs> to empty out their uh, fucking savage. That is yeah. so funny. So fuck Dave Matthews, right? Oh, but dude, oh, I like Dave Matthews. Oh. I mean, he's all right. He's all right for a South African guy. He shitted on us. <laughs> Literally. We're talking like the Chicago river, like that. They turn green every St. Patty's day, like downtown. That's correct. And the tour bus is on the bridge, and they said, "Oh, just emptied here," and it fell onto this tourist boat down below. Yes, that's a real a real thing happened. So I know, like, it's it's not as crazy as dropping an engine, but <laughs> what are those chances? Yeah, but that's pretty fucking. Shane's was like, "Wow," yours is like, "What the wow?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, shit drops here in Chicago. That's what happens. Damn, I'm gonna wear a hard hat next time I'm in the Windy City, Jeff. Swear to God, I'm not even going back, dude. Yep, I'm not even going back to Chicago. Like the drummer from the Village People. <laughs> well, you don't have to wear the short shorts. But I was like, going to say you're going to have the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the large shorts from '84, right? Yeah, those old uh, '80s jogging shorts. <laughs> All right, we've talked about shit on people's heads. We've talked about engines at the bottom of the lake. Right. Maybe we should get off the lake because it's too dangerous and go back to the desert and talk about your top five. Yeah, fuck the lake. We're going back to the desert where it's warm. Yeah. Really- I'm not used to Not this fridly Minnesota shit. Hey, man, you're the one that decided to fly up to the frigid-ass cold. Tomorrow. <laughs> These guys are in like a warm, cozy basement, which is nice. My basement's actually kind of cold. Shane's in a t-shirt, I'm in a jacket, and I'm still cold. It's 82 degrees down here, and my nipples are hard. I'm, you know, my basement is completely finished. It's not like an unfinished basement or anything like that, but I still feel like it gets a little bit chilly at times down here. Well, warm thoughts. We're in the desert. I disappear. What do you got, Mr. Dino from Shytalica? So I, I was thinking I was just going to do like studio records because you know you could do live or, or uh, I, I don't know it's five so whatever you want man i know but i just like i just i think it's got to be for me it's got to be like original studio recording so i was going to do number I respect five. that four horsemen for sure is my number five. Ooh, that's one of mine i like that he's starting at five and working his way up to one rather than most guests start at one and work their way down so this is an order from five to the best right because five really is interchangeable but i do love me some four horsemen and I don't think I can change the other ones out. So I had like 
you know, <laughs> even Outlaw Torn and Mama Said and God oh. That Failed. I mean, I had so many want five slots that I wanted to slide in there or Unforgiven 3, SM2 version. There was a lot of. Or Purify. Purify, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but. So, uh, the whole version of Horse off the kill, like the record version. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm trying to stick with record versions. Uh, Skinner well, Interlude. <laughs> number four would be uh, Bells. Um, I love the wow. studio version. Sorry classic yeah absolutely i mean the studio version is what what it's all about but that's probably my favorite song live uh because of the take a look to the sky just before you die line and the whole place just feels cold and dark and it's just like very true yeah it's awesome that's what sucks means of the song for sure and then of course like they hit the green when you see cliff playing it in the beginning and it's just a great jam it's an awesome song the last time you will, 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 will. That's why I was devastated when he flubbed the words at the L uh, in my hands. Um, screencast or webcast. Oh, that's right. Just Jeff, you remember that? Me. Yeah, I don't. What did he change it? I forget. I remember he flubbed it. What was it? You can't. You it, like he, hummed it, didn't you? you know? Yeah, it was like a mumble. He re- He like went back to the original verse from like the first. You know, like the first part of the song and he kind of just got let die you know it was like what, what? it's like you've only sang that song nine thousand times in your life how do you forget the words to it <laughs> but he had no problem with wasted hate oh yeah easily he went right through wasted hate with no problem but he flubbed bell yeah don't, don't they have word wedges i don't understand yeah, their word wedge guy's name is Wes. I'm sure he's like, well, I guess you don't need me anymore since you're not using it. Yeah, since you're not even reading it, it's here, but you don't want to look at it. So okay, okay. He was just he was just feeling it. He was in the he was in the flow. <laughs> like me at first, have Jeff when we played the Justice Family, but I thought it was the full. <laughs> it blackened. was black and just kept going. We're like, uh, okay, I guess we'll just keep going, and then we figured it out, and it was all good. Blacken <laughs> is the end. Shane is lost. Was the next lyric. I, your your cheat sheet wasn't it wasn't bright enough. It was pretty dark up there in the back. I think it's because you were so high up. I don't have a cheat sheet for black, and we've only played that four hundred ninety times. I wasn't talking about black. I was talking about the justice medley. Okay, sixty times. <laughs> True. What was that? We should bring, we should play the Green Bay. Yeah, we should play the justice medley and close with bells in Green Bay. <laughs> guests like Joe C. Yeah, can we have uh, Tino's going to be Joe C. Yeah, come up on stage. You got to drive to Green Bay. It's a three-hour drive. I'm not. I mean, I'm. I got motivation to do it. I, I, could, I got shoes I, that could fit my pants, so I can just be on my knees the whole time. <laughs> and then Tino can tell his wife he has a nine-foot beep. Right. Yeah. Oh, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome stuff. All right, back to the desert yeah. or the bottom of Lake Michigan where that jet engine is. Four horse falls trapped under. Is that your number three? No, I'm oh. saying I mean, like Michigan. <laughs> no, that would be that would have been weird if it was, but no. Uh, Dyer's Eve, number three. Hey, my favorite Kirk solo. My favorite, just drums 
Lars drums, period. I mean, it just, um, obviously I was growing up during, um, the black album and then load and reload. I was, you know, 14 to 16, whatever. So, you know, listening to, um, justice and then going back and kill them all and ride and puppets. And, um, that song was the only song that really like really amped me up for any sporting event. Anything I wanted to do to get really jacked up before it was Dyer's Eve. I mean, it just, they just, they tore their balls off playing that song. I like that. Tore their balls off. Ooh. We don't hear that. We haven't heard that yet. No, we haven't. I was trying to Lars it up a little bit. <laughs> it's like, I felt like it was like a Lars. Tore my balls off or that's next level. That's up there. That is. Right when you push play on Dyer's Eve, those first two seconds, you just know it's game time. Oh, my God. It sounds just like it's a, I mean, they, like they're playing like a machine. I mean, it's just awesome that these guys... I love him. Four horse bells, diary. These next two are going to be interesting. We're going to stay on uh, Justice going to be one, which used to be my number one for a long time. Justice is my number one. Now one is number two. One is my two. And yeah, that's, I'm trying to do the math there. Yeah, one is my two. I do. I mean, I love one. Um, the, the story behind it, the video, I mean, everything about one, it live when they shut the lights off and the, the, the bombs are going off and the drums are and are going with the with the bright, uh, the bright white lights. It's, it's an awesome experience. That song's the best. Did you grow up when Justice came out, Dino? Um, I was more of a black album. I mean, I was 89. I was like seven. So I was more of a black album um, because I was, I grew up like my mom brought music into me and I was just in the scanner and Almond Brothers and Credence and a lot of like uh, you know more southern rock type music that you would call now uh, but uh, um, when I started listening to Metallica obviously it was like Sandman and Sad But True and other black album songs Wolf of Man but then I got the Justice album and one came on it I just I just lost my mind and then I started finding as much one stuff that I could find and then I saw it live and it was it was awesome you know couldn't agree more with you that's awesome and then number one we talked about it I wanted to tell you it was my number one in the beginning but I didn't want to blow it load early so yeah creeping death hey I love creeping death that's a good number one I'll take it I mean I just um, I think it just it just makes you want to punch things and kick things and you know, throw bottles at the screen and just get get wild and crazy. Well, I almost got kicked out of the drive-in because I started throwing <laughs> bottles at the screen. <laughs> so I they just had this summer. What was that? Drive-in they just had this summer. Yes, that's right. Um, you were throwing bottles at the big screen. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, in, I was at the. We brought our own rail. We had our rail, uh, <laughs> a, a six foot rail that we had um, in front of our cars. Tell me you have a picture of that, Dino. Yeah, I do. It's on the Instagram. It's definitely on the Shitalica Instagram. We're going to add that to our Instagram when we post you next week. Yeah, I'm going to try to find the one where I look sober and then the one later at the night I definitely look like a different person. But the the bouncer came up and he's like, hey man, you got to stop throwing bottles. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, have you ever brought your own rail to a driving gig? No, but I'm going to now. Try that. Start Shitalica traveling with our own. Sorry. Oh, Shitalica, what do you know? 
uh, Shetelica brings their rails. If we can't, if we can't get to the rail, we bring our rails. That's for sure. Chicago's known for. The next time you have nosebleeds in section eight hundred, I want you to bring a rail. <laughs> See, I was on the rail. Got a picture to prove it. Absolutely. Can't stop the streak now. I got a rail. Yep, got a picture. That is, uh, dude. When you go to a show, it's amazing because you usually hear three out of your five top songs. Usually, creep. You know you're going to hear one, and I think you're going to hear bells every show from here on out. Jeff, you ready to play some tunes? Uh, yeah, but real quick before we jump into that, you know, Creep being your favorite, your number one, what would be the song that should not be? What would be your least favorite song? We'll jump to the other end of the spectrum. I, I love Metallica. I love all their songs. It's so hard. It's not a song that you necessarily don't like, but it's right. a song that would just be the one that you would just skip over. I mean, if there is one that you could skip over, I mean, Trapped Under Ace. I'm sure we all have a song or two that we feel like, eh, if it comes on, it's not like it's the, the, the end of the world if I miss this song. This is definitely going to get me um, hung up by some, some Metallica fans because I do not like instrumentals. So Interesting. O- Orion, I just wow. don't like Anesthesia, I don't like it. What? I love hearing the fact that someone just said Orion should be the song that should not be. I love it. Absolutely. I could, I could, yeah. Um, uh, to live. I, I just, uh, is it? No. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit of lyrics in there, but I mean, it's spoken word. That's like that. Right. That was their. We should have known that they were going to do some shit with Lou Reed. That was that premonition right there to live is to die. It was like, Hey, someday we're going to play this sludgy ass riff and we're going to have some old fuck. Just talk over it. It's going to be so good. I mean, we're skipping all over Lulu, though, right? Like, I didn't, because we could just. Yeah, Lulu Lulu doesn't count. I mean, it's not legitimately a Metallica album. I would have bet both of you a share of Amazon stock, which is currently going for about 3,200 bucks a share right now, (laughs) that no one would ever pick that. Ever say (laughs) the song that should not be is Orion or anesthesia or to live is to die or suicide and redemption that doesn't happen no it doesn't happen and that's why i love this show i like listening to james sing i like metallica because of the way he brings his lyrics and his singing voice to the song i love listening to you know the bass and the drums and solos and shit like that of course that's you know what they're all about but if james wasn't singing i'm not uh, engaged. We do have a top five Island Desert scoreboard. We need to start keeping track of the song that should not be because I bet I bet we don't hear Orion in the next two years of this show. Never hear it. Well, now that it's out there for people to hear, maybe now people will be like, "Oh yeah, maybe maybe he has a point there." Doesn't matter. Dino's last name is Douches. They're just going to say that douche from Chicago. That's, they'll know who it is. Oh, Dino. <laughs> You're fucked, bud. Ah, that's okay. Um, but, I mean, it, you know, anesthesia, S&M2 has uh, anesthesia. How awesome, right? But Amazing. Orion, I mean, yeah, okay, it's cool. But I don't have, like, an emotional attachment to strings and drums. I, like, I need the human being no i i get what you're saying i mean now granted i would never in my life pick orion as the song that should not be i absolutely love that song but i do completely understand where you're coming from because in general 
Oh, oh, down we go. <laughs> just knocked over my makeshift studio. <laughs> it, in general, I prefer to skip over instrumentals too, or I, pre- I, I definitely prefer to listen to songs that have lyrics. But no, I, I, I wouldn't say that Orion is the song that should not be. Definitely not. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to argue, dumb. I know I'm all, I'm on that island with my five songs by myself. Dino, you're not on the island or the desert. You're at the bottom of the lake with that engine. Yeah, right. Yeah, tied the, the, engine. The, the, the engine got out, though, so that means Dino got out, too, if he's tied to the engine. That's a great conversation about two legendary tunes. And they're great songs. They're just the songs that I skip over so I can start singing. Dino just wants the yeah. <laughs> well, you you obviously like lyrics, Dino, so how about we jump into a little uh, low man lyric? Yeah, you want you think you got what it takes? I don't know. I don't okay. know. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll find out. We'll find out. We're start. We're started off kind of. I don't know if this is easy, but I mean, it's not hard either. We're gonna start kind of right in the middle. I think this. It's easy to say that. Remember that hate train mail you got two weeks ago? Yeah, I do. Do all these songs have lyrics in it? Or are they just some instrumentals that Dino hates? I don't know. I mean, there could be sections that don't have lyrics just to spite some certain people. Okay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dino, here we go. Song number one. I'd like to see what I just, what my eyes just did when you played that. That was, can you? You want to hear it again? Kind of. You know why I'm laughing. (laughs) What do you say? Is it to live or to die? Uh, To live to die? To live or to die? Not quite. I am all instrumentals. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm now. I'm like, I'm, I'm nervous that you're going to play all instrumentals. Here, I'll tell you what. I'm going to let this song play through for a couple of seconds and you can hear what's playing. I'll give you one more guess. Hey, he told you he didn't like instrumentals. <laughs> oh, so so we're going to give him the hint that there? Yeah. There's your hint, Dino. So it's either Orion. It's got to be Orion or uh, 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 um, what you call it? The one off of uh, Death Magnetic. Well, you got you to gotta pick one, Dino. Which one do you think Suicide it is? Suicide Redemption. Which one do you think it is? Suicide. Hey. It is suicide and redemption. I'm sorry, guys. I I skip instrumentals. <laughs> no, it's just it's super funny that you say that because of course you know I put these lists together beforehand. Bullshit. Uh, no, seriously. I swear to God, it, like literally, as you were signing in, me and Shane were sitting here, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I'm like, I didn't put this together yet. I'm like, I'm gonna mess with them. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw an instrumental in here, not knowing that you did not like instrumentals. So of course. We get to it in the first song as an instrumental. It's just kind of funny. Instrumentals are like escape live for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Fixer, uh, not going to happen. The same, 
the same odds of a jet engine crashing into Lake Michigan and not downtown are the same odds of what just happened on Name That Low Man's Lyric. Or the same odds of the song that should not be being Orion. Unbelievable. Or the same odds of someone's tour bus shit falling on you while getting a tour of Chicago. All of them are equally the same. And the worst Just about that, that is these guys had their mouths open looking at the Sears Tower. You know? oh, it, was like, it was like Cindy Lautner when she was singing and that bird shit in her mouth. Shit into me now. There you go. Now you're talking. <laughs> yeah, you guys you guys really you, you guys killed me on that first one. I, I there's nothing I could do. Well, it was suicide. Well, here's your redemption. So Ugh. I think you got it. I think you got it. Here we go. Song number two. Check this out, San Diego. Check this out. I'm singing it in my head. Hell a second. Should I give him just a little bit longer? Well, you got to give him three, four seconds, right? Well, I usually give him like two seconds, man. No, that was enough. I just, my brain, I'm still on suicide. <laughs> Here, we're going to play it again. He's like, that's the intro music for the Chicago Blackhawks starting lineup. Harvester's Hour? Sorrow? No, that's not Harvester. It's close. It's very, very, very close. Fucking close. It's an interesting spot you picked there, Mr. Winslow. And I can sing some of the lyrics, and I just can't. For some reason, my brain can't rip around. This sucks. <laughs> you guys are killing me. He's all wound up over the Orion chatter. Yeah, I know. I got it. We got them all worked up. The shortest straw. Shortest straw. Has been pulled for Shitalica. Yeah, I'm 2 0 for 2. This is embarrassing. Well, I mean, technically, you got the first one, so. Yeah, well. For two, man. One and a half. Half, half for two. Blame anesthesia in Orion. <laughs> to live is to die. Here we go. <laughs> when a man lies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Song number three. Is it bleeding me? It is nice. bleeding me. Very good. I'm, I'm going to lie. I'm, li- I'm not going to lie. I'm, uh... Do you know when you're on the spot, it's different, man. I'm disheveled. I'm I'm a little. Uh, I'm lost. I'm expect. People are already knocking at my door for Orion. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, send all the hate train mail towards Dino, not yeah. at Apfa this week. <laughs> These guys. Jay, love Orion. What's Jay Feldman going to think of this? They know. They he know. might be demoted. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Such is life. For three. For three. Great job. All right, I think you'll. I think you're going to be all right. These last couple songs, I mean, man, I think you got them. I've got confidence in you. You've said that before, and the song was Sandman, and the part you picked from Sandman, <laughs> and the guests have to hear it a second time. You're good at this. I make it a little bit challenging, just a little bit. All right, here we go. Song number four. Till it sleeps. 
Hey, nice. that was quick. That was real quick. Oh. See, look at like I said, suicide and redemption. Right. Every time I hear that song, I think of the video with the red paint on their faces. It was a weird time. Great music, but a weird. I'm really excited for this last one. I'm not. I'm <laughs> dreading everything that's happening right now. Everything was going cool until these five songs of shit. <laughs> hey, no, you've been doing all right. And you know what? Four, four right so far. I mean, that's not bad. Wait, how many? Three and a half, maybe. Three. Three for four. Three for four. That's what it was. Yeah. Suicide that you guys gave me. When we play Green Bay, I'm going to put on heavy, heavy black eyeliner like Lars is wearing in the Sleeps video. I'm not going to cut my hair to Kirk's length quite yet, but I will at some point. I think his nipples pierced. I don't think I'm going to do that for New Year's. Yeah, I don't think you should. I've heard that hurts like a mofo. All right. Dean, are you ready for the last song? I'm ready. Let's let's pull it off like a Band-Aid. All right. Here we go. Nice and quick. Wow. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I know what it is. It's funny that that's where you randomly scrolled to. <laughs> Unforgiven? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Red Elm, dude. I know. Um,. I'm trying to go through. I purposely, so it's like what I did with Sandman. I purposely picked one of the most obvious songs, but in the harder spot. No, No, it's nothing else matters. Say it again. Nothing Nothing else matters. Played for him, Jeff. Oh, my God. If you would have let that go another second and a half, it would be no issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. because I don't know why that just completely. You cut it off right on that downbeat. Because that's the whole point of this segment is it is us trying to stump the guests. That's the whole point. Doing a great job. <laughs> Send your hate mail to Jeff Winslow at gmail.com. Not in podcast for all at gmail.com. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually try and send emails to that email address and see if anything replies. Cause that's not actually my email address just so everyone knows, but go ahead and send it to that email address. Dino, you know, it's all good, man. It's all just part of the game. And you know what? To be honest, I have me and Shane have played this game amongst each other. And there's been a couple of times for both of us where it's songs that are obvious as hell. And we because when you get put on the spot and you only hear a second, it's right. it's fucking hard. It really is hard. We started doing this when we were on tour years ago. And I mean, we would get into like. I don't want to say like heated competition, but I mean, like it was definitely like a fierce competition between me, Shane and the bass player in our band. Like we, all three of us would go back and forth doing this yeah, <laughs> in one second. Literally, it got to the point where because we yeah, we had done it so much <laughs> that like literally we would play a song. I don't even have it open anymore, but like literally we would play a song and it'd be like dirt. And that's all you'd hear. And it's like, all right, what song was it? But I mean, we also spent probably I don't know, 5,000 miles worth of driving playing that game. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's a great game, though. I think it's awesome. I like listening to other people play it. They seem so much more smooth than I did playing it, but it's a, it's it's cool. I love it. You'd, You'd be surprised, man. Three for five. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, D's get degrees, right? <laughs> <laughs>
how we got through high school, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's all right. Dino gave it the good old college dropout try. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, I never thought I would say this, but I have to give a shout out right now to my mother, who is an avid and podcast for all listener. All right. Subscriber. Every week, she texts me that she listened to the episode and says, I just can't believe that you and all your fans can name these songs in less than two seconds. It's absolutely mind-blowing. I need to hear all five minutes to even know who the artist is. Very true. No, I was because my wife's going to kill me. She she wanted me to go on that Name That Tune song uh, show, game show. I mean, I used to have it. I It's so weird. I don't know. It's just my brain's just not. It just. It could be that it's one o'clock in the morning and we're all tired AF too. So I worked all day. I had a couple beers when I got home and got a dog biting at my leg while we're talking. But hey, man, I went, I went, I wouldn't worry about it. We can always have you back and do a part two of name that low man's lyric. Oh, Oh, I love you, Coors Light. Yeah, (laughs) when I get you in my gut, it makes me forget all the fucking lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Dino, it's been fun, man. Thanks for being a guest on Podcast for All. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was a really good time, man. Definitely. Chatting with you all things uh, Shitalica, the Windy City, uh, Lake Michigan, jet engines falling off, Clark Griswold. I think we've covered the gamut. Yeah, human shit on human beings. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'll never forget. Man, this has definitely been one of the most entertaining episodes we've done in a long time. Live shit purge Dave Matthews band style. Yeah, that's what we're gonna name this episode. Live shit. <laughs> Live shit. Shitalica shit. <laughs> Binge yeah. and purge. You know, hopefully we can meet up soon. We can yeah, see absolutely. a show together, and then you can show me what it's like when they actually play Trapped Under Ice and I lose my shit. That would be that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Well, Jeff, it's one in the morning. I'm gonna drive back to my crash pad. And I should probably start my car now and let it warm up for an hour because my Florida blood just can't handle that. It 40 can't handle it. Cold. Right. Yeah. I, I don't blame you, man. Can't handle that shit on strong acid, man. <laughs> <laughs> my Minnesota blood can't even handle it. Dino, keep in touch. Say yes, hello sir. to everyone. Uh, Shitalica, Jay Veldman, big shout out. Let's do it again soon. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks for having me, guys. You can always call me up. I'm, I'm down for another show for sure. You just need to find you on the uh, 294 loop when traffic comes to a halt. We're just coming to your house. Yeah, I'll just put on my hotspot. We could just hang out. Perfect. Perfect. And we'll see you at uh, at Green Bay on New Year's, right? <laughs> yeah, we're at the distillery, was it? It is that. Distillery. Yes. The distillery. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out right now tonight so that the Shitalica guys know to get down there. Because I couldn't find the event on Facebook. Perfect. Uh, yeah, distillery, New Year's Eve, Green Bay. It's two blocks from Lambeau Field. And we'll just put on the event that you're going to be Joe C singing bells. Yeah, with the nine foot. Yeah, well, well, your wife knows. Yeah, she, she won't be able to walk right, but she'll come. <laughs> she'll, he says she'll come in one way or another, or both ways. Yeah, right, or or more than once. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> minds at one in the morning. All right, Dino, take care, man. All right, guys. See ya. Take care.
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs>